What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Ketogenic Bodybuilding Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Goodwin, and uh, yeah, it's another episode. Episode 25, I think. Yeah, 25. And this is kind of a special broadcast as we uh, really jump into the 2022 podcast season of the Ketogenic Bodybuilding Podcast. But before we get into the podcast... I have a special announcement that I'm super excited about. The Ketogenic Bodybuilding Podcast is sponsored by, and this podcast is brought to you by, Manscaped. Manscaped Manscaped.com. And who is Manscaped? Well, if you don't already know, if you've been living under a, you know, a rock, and you don't know, Manscaped is the, the best, the world heavyweight champion, the best men's not only below the waist grooming champions of the world, but you know, they're trimmers that I use from head to toe literally every single day. And if you are a bodybuilder, a physique competitor, a fitness enthusiast, or just anyone in which, you know, like most of us out there, uh, unless you're still living in 1977, um, you know, personal grooming is important to you. And it's probably even more important to your significant other. So it's super, super important. Manscaped is awesome because they sponsor a lot of people, a lot of entities in the bodybuilding and physique uh, world and social media entities and so on. So I am super, super excited to be partnering with Manscaped. And the cool thing is, guys, if you want to support the podcast, if you like what we're doing and you want to get the best trimmers on the planet, and I'm telling you, I've been using the, it's called the Lawnmower 3.0. I've been using that for about a year and it's amazing. Uh, Everything head to toe and it works really, really well on uh, the boys, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, I use it, you know, when I'm trimming everything down for a competition and you'll get baby smooth with that little sucker and you don't even have to rely that much on the razor uh, once that work is done. So um, they've just released the uh, fourth generation trimmer, the 4.0, which has got some really cool upgrades. And I'm really, really excited to be receiving that. And uh, you'll get some more info and sort of uh, input on how that's working out. So I'm super excited to get that. So once again, if you want to support the podcast and if personal grooming and is, you know, is important to you, which probably just about anybody listening to this, it is help us out by visiting manscape.com, pick out the cool shit that you want to get, throw that sucker in your cart. And then when you check out, uh, enter the code KGB 20 to get 20% off and free shipping. That's free shipping worldwide. I always love it when I get free shipping. That's a big deal. Um, so once again, manscape.com, uh, official sponsor of the ketogenic bodybuilding podcast, enter the, co- enter the coupon code KGB 20 to get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. So there you go. So again, I'm super stoked. Anyway, onward, let's start the podcast episode 25. And yeah, I, I, I did, uh, if you saw the, uh, thumbnail or, or photograph, uh, sort of teaser that I made for this on uh, social media. The name of the podcast today is called "Calling It Quits?" Question mark. And uh, the tagline to that is, or, or the subtitle would be, "Hard Decisions and What 2022 Has in Store." So um, I'm going to try to be as brief as I can because you know, w- with this podcast, it, it you know it is what it is. And I wanted to get this information out to you as quickly as possible now that some hard decisions have been made on my part in regard to, 
you know, what I am doing in terms of physique competition training and competitions themselves and what my calendar is going to look like and what my season is going to look like. And, uh, you know, I've been conspicuously sort of absent and I'm sure you've all noticed, you know, the ones out there that care of really talking about any contest prep and, and things of that nature. So let me give you a little timeline here. Um, after I, the, the very highs and lows of 2021, you know, uh, you know, going back a few months back to July, um, we did the, uh, the show in Charlotte, um, and, uh, that was an NPC show national qualifier. I was fortunate enough to place first in the 50 plus, um, bodybuilding. And I placed first in the open heavyweight division of that particular show, which qualified me then to compete at the, um, national level, uh, in the masters nationals. And I did that about a month later in Pittsburgh and that show didn't go quite so well. And you've heard me talk about it. I'm not going to rehash all that and bore you with all those details again, but long story short, you know, I made some bad decisions as to my depletion and then my carb up right before the show. And I came in pretty damn flat. And when I was backstage waiting, you know, hours before I went on stage, I looked pretty damn decent on my initial pump up earlier that morning. Uh, but then I just smoothed out, um, before I hit the stage and did not bring the physique, the conditioned physique to the stage that I wanted to. And that's, that's important to me. And I, you know, and this is coming from the guy admittedly that it always preaches conditioning, 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 you know, don't worry so much about being the biggest guy up there. Worry about being the most shredded, the most conditioned, the most symmetrical, you know, presenting your physique to the judges in a way that makes them go, holy shit, this guy truly has suffered. He's done his homework. He's ready and he's ready to compete. And that's always what I want to bring to the table. And I wasn't able to do that. And, uh, you know, the good thing with, you know, having some failures and I, and I, I finished sixth in my class and, you know, it's like, uh, it's like my wife said, she's like, you know, you, you're, you were the sixth best 50 plus bodybuilder, you know, in the country that day. I'm like, okay, that's, that sounds better way to put a positive spin on it. But I still knew that I didn't uh, bring my best that day. And the cool thing was, and I've said this before, going into nationals, you know, this is a national competition, the best of the best in your division. And it would have been one thing if I would have shown up that day and realized I was just out of my league. I'm outclassed. These guys are just way better than me. That would have been one thing Then I would have said, okay, cool. I mean, that's just where I am. And you know, I had the experience. It was a good time and it is what it is. But when you go to a competition like that and you realize, and even from judging judges feedback and from competitor feedback that you're facing that, you know, it's almost like they said to me, you're a freaking idiot because, you know, the, the feedback I got was, had you come in in shape, then, uh, if you'd have peaked properly, which may be the better way to put this, cause I was in shape. I just didn't peak properly. Uh, I made some poor decisions those last two weeks. And, um, you know, the, the consensus was had, had I peaked properly, you know, I was top three, if not higher in that, in that class. So that, that could have been a, a phenomenal turnout and a phenomenal season for me. And who knows where that could have took me. So, uh, fast forward after the competition, after all of that kind of settled in, you know, I had kind of said, you know, I feel like I do belong at that level and I want to give it another go. Uh, I wasn't done. 
And I was uh, ready to, you know, dial it back up and go into Nationals 2022, which would be the same date in roughly in July of 2022. So um, some things happen, you know, once we, you know, we had the holidays and some shit happened. And the one thing that happened um, that I have not spoken about, apart from my clients in my gym and my training partners and immediate family is, uh, and this is a funny story. Um, well, not funny, but you know, you might laugh and that's fine. Um, if you can get a laugh at my expense, I welcome that, <laughs> you know, that's, it's all good. Um, I was, uh, I, I forget the month that it was. I think we're, it was, I think it was maybe November. Um, we have a garden, we've got a, a large, you know, probably 50% of our, our backyard is garden. We've got an area with several big raised bed gardens. And then we have an area that's got, you know, two apple trees and, you know, we, my wife plants tomatoes and peppers and all this. And on the other side, there's two other fruit trees. We have a plum tree, we have a peach tree, and then she puts strawberries and, and blackberries over there. So anyway, we're in the backyard. It's just a, a typical evening, you know, and we're just kind of checking out the garden area. We need to get it tidied up and start preparing it to grow for, you know, spring, summer, 2022. So she's back there looking around and she wanted to call me over to check some shit out that needed to be tended to. And so I go to step over the fence that, uh, you know, surrounds the garden. And it's, it's, it's literally, if it's three feet tall, I, I might be exaggerating and, you know, it might be three feet tall, two and a half feet tall, this tiny little garden fence just to keep dogs out. And, uh, I go to step over the fence and it was a little muddy back there, by the way. And, uh, my, I, I had my boots on and I stepped over and my other foot caught the fence and I came down, you know, face down into the dirt. Well, when, as I came down, I put my right arm out to brace my fall that, you know, you just naturally do. I wasn't even thinking about it. And when I hit my hand hit, you know, it fell about two inches into the mud and my freaking elbow hyperextended briefly, literally went the wrong way. And this massive shooting pain hit. And then I you know, proceeded to collapse, you know, fully into face first into the mud. And, uh, when the smoke quickly cleared, a amazing wave of pain hit my freaking arm. And it was, it was literally terrible. And, uh, I was like, Holy shit, what's going on? And my wife's like, Oh my God, let's, let's check this out. So I go upstairs and, uh, we look at it and we see that it's already starting to swell up pretty bad. And, uh, I'm thinking, okay, you know, I sprained my elbow, you know, falling into the freaking mud, big freaking deal. Well, long story short, uh, we wake up the next morning and my right arm is swollen up literally two times its normal size. And my triceps on my right arm are beautiful, brilliant shades of yellow and purple and red. And, uh, it's, it's bruised worse than any bruise I've ever had directly underneath, uh, my elbow, uh, or just barely above my elbow, right into the tricep, uh, underneath my arm, there was a spot that was literally as big as an egg. It looked like I had an egg under my skin. And I was like, holy shit, this is a lot more serious than I thought. And so I gave it a few days. And, uh, when I went to the gym, uh, to test it out, I, I could not do one tricep dip off a bench. 
I could not do a triceps cable press down with 10 pounds. I couldn't do it. It was excruciating pain. And uh, my arm wouldn't even fully extend for weeks and weeks. And even now, you know, that happened, I believe, in November. And now it's, you know, we're into mid-February. And uh, it's still not 100%, but it's to the point where it's healed enough. I would call it 95%. Uh, where I can I can hit it hard again and sort of build that back and it's noticeably weaker on the right side but you know I'm working hard to to even that up again so anyway so I go through that so as time passed we got through the holidays we're coming into January we did the uh, carnivore predator challenge which was kind of cool you know I, I quickly started to realize you know based on I have this gut feeling and this this way that I do things and I think it has a lot to do. It's, it's, I think it's so set in stone because I work with clients who compete. I've competed pretty much, you know, I've been in some form of contest prep, you know, every year since 2014. And I, I kind of know what I need in order to bring my best to a competition stage. And that's eight months. That's truly eight months. And because of the injury, uh, you know, I lost some, some size. I lost some conditioning. I'm not going to lie when you go through the, you know, the holidays, you know, your mind gets off of things. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking to myself, okay, let's be realistic here. Nationals is not going to happen. It's out of reach. So I've kind of had it in the back of my head during that time, just, you know, after Christmas coming into January, I'm thinking, you know what? Um, Okay. Nationals is not going to happen because I can't do it the way I would want to do it. And because I have this, I have this character flaw where I have this narrow focus sometimes, sometimes that's a really good thing because I really zero in on something that I want to do and I go after it hundred percent. But because I have that narrow focus, sometimes I don't think about the alternatives around me and the other options that may be around me that I can do. So in, in that narrow focus during that time, I thought nationals is dead. You know, and then you start the woe is me bullshit and oh, okay, I can't, I can't follow through with this. I don't want to disappoint my family, you know, you know, all this kind of stuff. I thought, okay, fine. Um, you know, 53 years old, I had a great run, da, da, da. And, uh, and the thing of it is, is I, I truly believe that no particular endeavor defines you necessarily. So, you know, if, if I were to, you know, like, like some, I, I've, I've talked to other, you know, high level amateurs and even pros and you, and you hear the stories that when they finally have to retire or stop competing, they feel empty and they feel like they have no purpose. And they felt like that, that competition is what defined them, that they were a bodybuilder. And if they couldn't compete as one anymore, then they somehow were less than they previously were. And I kind of, I didn't, I don't really have those thoughts because I love what I do as a coach. I love the experiences that I had while I was competing. And I thought, no, this doesn't define me. So, you know, I was kind of okay, you know, much like Tom Brady, you know, which I'm just like him, you know, same exact scenario. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, I made that, de- I, I sort of made a yeah, decision. Uh, maybe it's just time to hang it up, focus on coaching. Uh, maybe just look to be, you know, use the knowledge that I have to be in the best shape of my life, you know, year round, you know, be fit, 
be healthy, focus on longevity, stay lean, da 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 da. No more, you know, periodization schedule through the year based on a competition prep, that sort of a thing. So I thought, okay, that that that's what I'm going to do. I guess, you know, I just need to kind of announce that and uh, maybe it might be sort of fun to to go a different direction. So there's that. <laughs> so um but then Lo and behold, uh, after I did the uh, carnivore challenge, uh, which was 31 days in January, literally training every day, you know, carnivore diet, total animal-based nutrition, uh, that was fun. I, I checked that off. And then I had this sort of personal revelation, this thought. And I went to my wife about it and talked to her about it. And she gave me one of those, well, duh, kind of a moments. And I did that, and uh, and I also contacted a, 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 a show promoter that I really respect and admire, and I've I've done some of his shows, and we've got to where we can kind of talk back and forth, and and here's the revelation that I had, and that was, hey asshole, you don't have to just run right into nationals in July. Your timeline's fucked. You can't do that one and and be the best. But so what? So you can't do that. So you have to freaking retire. Uh, and I thought to myself, well, no, I mean, why not get back into prep mode and do another good quality, you know, high end national qualifier NPC show uh, that fits within my timeline for prep that I need, that I think I need for myself to get everything back, you know, on all cylinders again. And then uh, if I can be as successful with that show as I have been in the, my prior, my two previous shows that I've done, um, then I'll look at then going into another national show, just maybe, you know, late 2022 or sometime in 2023. Why not? So looking at the show calendar for the NPC in North and South Carolina, I see a show you know, in October, it's October 22nd. So I, you know, start doing some calculations on my calendar and lo and behold, that particular show is roughly eight months away. So I thought to myself, okay, there's a show in Charlotte, October 22nd, NPC, national qualifier, great promoter. I can prep for that, be the you know, the bodybuilder I want to be that, that, you know, do it my way. And then I'm qualified to do nationals, any national competition for masters, you know, until t- October, 2023, that gives me all kinds of time. So it's a more comfortable way to go to get back to where I wanted to be. And I thought, well, why can't I do that? And my wife and my training partners and, you know, other friends of mine that are people who are close to me were like, well, why wouldn't you do that? I mean, if you still want to compete, if you still enjoy that, why does it have to be Nationals July? So I made the, uh, I went from, you know, wishy-washy on the fence kind of shit to, you know, I'm, I really based it on the fact that when I looked at it in, in a different light, when I wasn't so narrow focused and then I, I had this like comfortable wash over me that said, I can continue to do this that I enjoy because I, I, I really do have to have goals 
And then I can comfortably pick the national show that I want to pick. I can, you know, maintain a lot of my, you know, conditioning and shape and all this stuff through the winter months of 2022, early 2023. And then, you know, dial it back in and uh, hit whatever national show I want to do, whether it's even Pittsburgh again in July 2023. And then that would give me a plenty of time to really peak well for that particular show. So I thought, well, duh, you know, the, the, you know, what I really wanted to do was sitting right there in front of me and I just didn't see it because I was so narrow focused, uh, you know, which, you know, is <laughs> par for me. And thank God I got people around me who tell me straight and say, duh, this, this is a fine idea. If you want to do it, do it. So am I calling it quits? Well, uh, at one point I thought I was, but no. I'm not. And I'm super excited to, to be back in contest prep. I officially started serious competition prep on Monday. That was actually Valentine's Day. So it's a, it's a cool starting point. And uh, at this point now, I've, I'm back into the mindset of everything I eat counts. Every workout counts. Every cardio session counts. What did I learn from the mistakes that I made at nationals uh, last year? How can I correct them? And then I thought, here's another phenomenal opportunity to truly um, use this to give information and insight to others out there who may have physique goals in mind, uh, as I always do. And one thing about me is, you know, I, I'm just like everybody else. You know, as much as, you know, I'm a, you know, a professional coach and uh, I'm, you know, pr proud to be a part of the industry, I'm also always trying to learn and, and not only necessarily learn, but I just want to know. I want to know what the hell people are doing and then I can evaluate what they're doing for myself and make decisions. And if I want to implement certain aspects of that methodology in my own personal goals and with my clients. So it drives me crazy. And I've always said, you know, one of the, one of the responses I always get from you guys, I get a lot of DMS and emails, um, from podcast listeners and probably more than any other medium that I do. And the one, you know, constant that you guys always say when you message me is that you like that it's, it's real. It's, I don't hold anything back. It's honest, it's sincere, it's raw. I say whatever the hell I wanna say at risk of pissing off someone and I don't care. If I'm wrong, I'll tell you I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'll tell you why. If somebody has a challenging, you know, wants to challenge something that I've said, I'm always willing to listen and look at their side. And uh, it's just wide open. So. And when I'm looking at somebody else's content, whether it's on YouTube or I'm listening to a podcast or reading a book, one of the things I think that is still lacking in this social media sphere that we live in, where everybody is just trying to glorify themselves constantly and most of the time is to push a product or an ideology and to keep their wallets padded. You know, we all gotta make money, but there's a, you know, there's a sincere, ethical, honest way to do it. And then there's a there's sort of a deceptive way to do it. So when I'm looking at things, I always want to know. Just tell me exactly what you did. Like I'll give an example. You know, years ago, when I started competing, you know, later in my career, I wanted to know what others did during peak week. This is just a, an example of hundreds that I would have. 
So I go online, I'm in forums, I'm on websites, I'm watching YouTube videos, I'm, you know, all kinds of stuff. And I get everybody's sort of philosophy on what they do during peak week and a couple of nuggets of we might do this, we might do that. And then you get the standby blanket, you know, you know, statement. Well, it's so individualized, I can't really give specifics. You know what, man? Give me the specifics. Tell me if you're a coach, tell me what you did with this client. If you're a competitor, tell me what you did. And I think I'm smart enough to differentiate that and sort of, you know, funnel it down and deconstruct it and take elements of that and apply it to myself or experiment with it myself and see what I can, you know, retain from that information. So, you know, I've, I think I've done okay at that with you guys, but uh, the other big realization that I've had in early 2022 is this podcast is probably my most valuable asset. Yes, I'm on YouTube. Yes, I'm, I have some social media presence and, and that's all cool. But this podcast is really where I can be raw and real. And it also seems to be where I have this incredible following of just real people that just enjoy spending an hour with me spouting on about all this crazy stuff. And so my goal is to, through this contest prep in 2022, I want to be as real and transparent with you and break everything that I do down on these weekly podcasts that I do and uh, tell you this is exactly what I'm doing. This is exactly how I'm training. This is my exact split. This is exactly what I'm eating. This is the exact supplementation protocol I'm using, and this is why I'm doing it. And this is what I'm thinking, and this is where I fucked up, and this is where I could have done better, and this is, and here's a funny story, whatever. But my goal is to be a lot more transparent with you because I have this opportunity looking me in the face where, okay, I'm eight months out. That's the timeline I, I think I need, so I'm excited. I've got my whole you know year mapped out in front of me now. Uh, I know what I'm going to do. And then the, the goal is to try to stick to the plan, trust the process, but at the same time, fire up this little microphone every week and say, hey guys, this is exactly what I'm doing during this phase of my contest prep. And the cool thing about that is, is you know, everybody out there has a goal. And if your goal is to be, I wanna be shredded by you know, summer, I wanna be ripped in June, or I wanna do, I've got this event in August, or I've got this whatever, or I just wanna learn more about this and being my genetic best and whatever, then I think a lot of what I am doing will apply to you. So, you know, there are two different worlds in my training and dieting universe. Just like I kind of have two different styles of clients for the most part. So if I'm competing, if I'm gonna do physique competition, or if I have a very specific goal with a date, then how I am prepping right now is what I would always do. So for those of you out there who are maybe think about complete competing in a local show, or you just have this very specific goal of achieving a certain aesthetic and a certain level of performance and health and whatever by a certain date, then you will be able to digest uh, a lot of the information that I'm using for myself and apply it to what you're doing throughout the course of this eight month prep. And then when I get down to, you know, the suffer stage, you know, when we get to 12 weeks and then it gets really shitty at eight weeks and then it gets shitty, shitty, shitty at six weeks, then, well, that can just be your entertainment watching me suffer. And you can still apply some of that information because I honestly, 
you know, if I've learned anything, a lot of this shit is just interesting. It's interesting when to, to see what people are doing and the levels that they're pushing themselves to be the best that they can be. So you can kind of follow along. And then there's that other side where I was thought I might be leading to before I made the decision to compete again. And that was, you know, if I would still apply a lot of the same principles, but I don't know that I would uh, break it up into specific periods of time where during this these few months I do this, and then during th these couple of months I do this, and then during these, this month I do this, and during these few weeks I do this, and on this last week I do this, and on this day before I do this, and on this day I do this, and then I step on stage and see how the well I did, <laughs> you know? Um, if I'm not doing that, then it's just gonna be, okay, I eat this way, I train this way, I recover this way, I supplement this way, here's how much cardio I do and why, and this is what I'm going to do year round. And that, that's kind of the other direction I would kind of go. Well, even if you're in that direction, if you're in that realm, I still think you're gonna get a lot of information from what I'm doing with contest prep. And what I plan to do with my podcast, yes, I wanna give you updates on what I'm doing throughout this prep, but I, I want it to be truly sort of a half and half where, okay, the first 10 minutes of the podcast, I might say, okay, I'm 32 weeks out. This is what I'm doing right now at this stage. This is what I've done this week. Here's a funny story about this. Here's how, what I decided to change here with my diet. Here's what I've decided to alter with my cardio. Here's a shift on what we did to train, to change the training split and why. And this week we're doing higher reps and more high intensity stuff and why. And this week we're doing more traditional, you know, set based stuff at a lower mid to lower rep range and why. So that's going to kind of be the format moving forward. And I'm really excited to do that. And then also I've kind of, you know, told you guys and hinted to the fact that I want to write a program. I want to do, I don't want to write a book. God, for God's sake, there's plenty of books out there. I don't need another damn book. You know, you can buy a fucking keto book that even involves training, you know, throw a stick and you'll hit one. I want mine to be, you know, maybe 30% information or book, if you want to call it, and 70% training program. This is what you should do. This is what you do on this day and this week and that day on this week and this, and then we're going to transition to that. And here's the workouts. Here's the diet. Here's the cardio. Here's the recovery. Here's the supplementation. Here's mindset. Here's tips. Here's X factors. Here's all the things that you probably never would have thought about. Here's why you should do this and why you should do that to absolutely achieve your absolute best. So I've got all kinds of irons in the fire, but it's all pointing to, you know, building that one thing. And that's bringing you along through this contest prep. And then, you know, I may do 10 minutes of prep update and then it may be 30 minutes of questions or it may be a, a, a great story or, you know, I, this happened or, or whatever the hell I want to talk about. You know how that shit goes. Um, so that, that's where I'm at. And I wanted to give all of you people, you know, if you're a member of the ketogenic bodybuilding Facebook group, I love you guys. Thank you so much. I need to be more involved, but I got such great people in there holding down the fort. And I'm going to try to get in there even more. You know, if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, thank you. I love you guys. Thank you so much. YouTube is going to be a 
um, highlight channel. Um, here's the deal. And maybe I'm wrong, but I don't care. I'll, I'll learn my lesson. But, you know, if I put an hour podcast on YouTube, you know, that, that's a visual medium. Most people, you know, I'm not Joe Rogan, for God's sake. Most people are not going to sit there and stare at my face for an hour while I'm talking. So the podcast, the audio podcast, I think is the perfect medium for that. You can listen to it while you're doing your cardio. You can listen to it in the car on the way to work, from home to work, if you're driving to the freaking mountains or the beach, whatever, and you can break it up into digestible bite-sized pieces. But then the YouTube channel, I think, needs to be about 15, 20 minutes of, you know, I just did a podcast about this, and here were some of the highlights, and uh, it'll be a whole nother digestible format with, with, you know, maybe some slightly different, more bullet-pointed kind of information. So you can kind of pick your poison. You could watch the recap video and then if you wanted just like super great detail and all the bullshit and the stories of me running off on rants and going down rabbit holes, then, you know, download the podcast. But anyway, so that's how that's going to work. And then I'll also continue to, to try to update as much as I can on my Instagram channel. That's, uh, I, I changed my handle on Instagram. That is now Rob Goodwin official is my handle on Instagram. So it's at Rob Goodwin official. So check that out and please follow me on Instagram because I'll be putting, you know, short videos and updates there as well. So anyway, for those of you who are still awake and give a shit, um, that's where I'm at. And, and again, I think one of the things that, you know, some out there enjoy is kind of keeping up with what I do in terms of contest prep or training and diet and how it may affect my clients and what I do with them. And I mean, that's why you're here. This is about fitness and nutrition and bodybuilding and all that good stuff. So uh, with, with new goals and a new outlook and re-motivated and reinvigorated, I'm looking forward to from this day forward to really, you know, you know, dig in, roll my sleeves up and really bring you guys along with me. So that's some good shit. So so where we are now and where we will be moving forward. So at eight months, roughly on, uh, you know, uh, let's see, Monday is when I started and I was eight months and so many days, something like that. Now I got it broken down just into weeks because I like doing it by weeks. Uh, I think I was at 36 weeks when I started. Now I'm at 35 weeks, a little over 35 weeks, 35 weeks and two days. So right now at this stage in my prep, just to kind of give you a little bit of what I just promised you from this week, from 36 weeks, down to 24 weeks, um, those 12 weeks are going to be recomping what I finished with for the most part back in like, you know, uh, before my competition in, in June at Charlotte last year. So, you know, I had some time off. I had that, you know, period of, you know, trying to know where I wanted to go with my future. And so, you know, I lost a little bit. And so right now I'm, I'm sitting at about 200, between 218 and 220 pounds. And I'd like to, you know, recomp a little bit, maybe get up to that 225 range. So, you know, I still have you know plenty of muscle, I think. And then, but I'm not you know fat. And, you know, I've always said, you know, you want to get to a point in this point of the season where, 
you still have some exposed abdominals, some faintly exposed abdominals, but having a little extra body fat is okay right now because it's all about the performance factor. You can't perform at a super high level in the gym and get your cardio in and do all the things you need to do and live a life and be a husband and a father and you and train clients. You can't do all that if you're just suffering in a hard cut all the damn time. So I think I'm at a point where my performance is back. I feel good. I wake up in the morning feeling refreshed. I sleep like a damn baby at night. I look forward to workouts again. Uh, I love being back in prep and the meals and the schedule and the goals and the what ifs and all this stuff. So from 36 weeks down to 12, that's where I'm at. It's eat. I'm back to a, a frequent feeding schedule again. I'm eating every two to four hours. So it's usually roughly averages about every three hours I eat. The protein is high, the fats are moderate, the carbs are low, but I'm bringing in a a significant or a decent amount of carbs around my workouts right now. Uh, So right now I I can get away with a little more because I'm trying to keep those calories up. I'm trying to keep that energy going. I want to be as much of an animal in the gym as I possibly could be because at my age, you can't skip a damn beat. You know, every shortcut you take, shows up down the road and I don't have time for shortcuts and I don't have time to be wasting time and taking away from what I can present on stage in October, God willing. So, so for the next, you know, several weeks, you're going to get the gritty, hard training, big eating, you know, bullshit. And then I'm also always going to be kind of comparing what I do now for this prep to what I didn't do and where I think I fell short back in my 2021 prep. So it's like, I'm doing this because I didn't do enough of that and it, it showed up. So, and, and the first one I'll give you right now is, is I'm doing cardio the entire prep, all eight months. Right now I'm just doing 30 minutes, steady state cardio every day, or excuse me, five days a week, Monday through Friday, same as my training days. I'm doing that because I wanna maintain, you know, good heart health, good cardiovascular health, I want to retain that conditioning because the last thing you want to be doing when you're hard cutting and you're posing and, and you're preparing to get on stage and try to be as conditioned as you can is to look like somebody up there that didn't do their homework, that's not in shape, that's not conditioned, that's out of breath, that's dripping in sweat because of the posing. And I want to be so prepared, it's ridiculous. So two big focuses for me on this prep is going to be I'm going to do cardio the entire prep. Uh, prescribed properly for my goals, and I'm going to start posing way earlier, uh, and maybe even work with someone, uh, someone else on that uh, to be the best that I can in presenting my physique on stage. But up until then, you know, it's going to be hard ass training, super hard workouts, giving it all I have, pounding the food, making sure I get that eight nine hours sleep every night, and doing everything perfectly with my nutrition and. Uh, and, and excuse me, supplementation. And if you check out the video, uh, the podcast that I just did before this one, episode 24, I talk about my supplementation protocol currently. So check that out if you haven't already. So anyway, that's where we're at. I'd love to hear your feedback on all this. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes, it would mean a lot to me if you'd leave a positive review. Uh, that goes a long way into shifting and spreading those algorithms around. If you're on Spotify, uh, Spotify, give me a follow. Love all my Spotify fans. We do really well on Spotify. And, uh, you know, um, let me know what I can do for you. I'm going to have 
another podcast. We're literally recording another podcast tomorrow. Uh, today is Wednesday, uh, February the 16th. Uh, we're going to record another one tomorrow and that's going to be, uh, what we're calling the exquisite bullshit awards. And we're just going to have some fun. It's going to be myself, uh, coach Ryan Gant, my training partner, Jason Marlowe, and we're going to be presenting, uh, our 2021 exquisite bullshit awards. And it's all in fun. It's, you know, we're just having a good time, lightening the mood a little bit, but it should be a good time between the three of us. Basically just going to set, you know, a handful of nominees, push the record button and see what the hell happens. So that's going to be posting probably this weekend. But um, anyway, thank you guys for your support. It means so much. And hey, tidy that shit up. Go to manscaped.com, buy something, support the website, enter code KGB20 at checkout, and you'll not only be getting a fantastic product, but you'll be supporting the podcast and helping me push this method and this medium further into the future. So anyway, you know how we ended, guys, and I plan to do this here very, very soon, working out at noon today, and it's about 10.20 a.m. now, but I want you to go out there and train hard, and you're going to have to diet a little harder because diet is everything. It's about lean and mean, conditioning, 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 and above all, guys, God bless and have a fantastic day. See ya.